Welcome to the Florida Alliance to End Human Trafficking podcast. My name is Erin Collins, and I have the privilege of serving as the executive director. Today, my co-host is Alan Wilkett, retired corporal with the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, who also serves on the Florida Alliance board. Alan, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. What a pleasure to be here and to have this opportunity to share with this audience the things that we're doing to change human trafficking in Florida. Thank you, Alan. For those that might not be familiar with the Florida Alliance, the Alliance was created in 2019 by the Florida legislature to provide funding, support, and assistance to the statewide effort to end human trafficking. Alan, you were very proactive and engaged in this effort and the legislative process to create this nonprofit. Can you share uh, with our audience your efforts um, to get this organization started? Sure. It was a uh, an effort of many, obviously, to get this done. Uh, a big thank you to those legislators that were involved and, of course, the other players that were involved in this as well. But one of the things that, that kind of drove this was uh, Florida was being positioned in this unique space of hosting two Super Bowls in a row. Uh, so we had the one in Miami. We had the one in Tampa. And there was this, this driving concern that uh, these large-scale events and the fact that they could bring in an, a, an enormous amount of human trafficking surrounding those large-scale events that what, what can we do? What can we do to, to get ahead of that? And this legislation was born out of that. And then this DSO, this di- uh, direct sur- support organization that is now known as the Florida Alliance, was really created within legislation, which is kind of a unique thing to happen within legislation. But it was created in there to, to drive the awareness, education, and training portion of this, uh, of this to the state of Florida. Florida being a leader recognizing that we want to get ahead of this and not always trying to play catch up. So this legislation was created out of that drive, which I I salute those who were involved in making sure this happened. And then the Florida Alliance was created within that drive to make sure that education, awareness, and training is on the forefront of what we're doing in Florida to end human trafficking. So human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. Um, Alan, in your extensive law enforcement career, you've seen a lot of different scenarios, uh, sexual exploitation um, and labor trafficking. You know that traffickers look for people who are possibly susceptible or um, vulnerable for a variety of reasons. And I just wanted to share some of those reasons that could be psychological or emotional vulnerabilities economic hardship, lack of a social safety net, natural disasters, and even political instability. Can you share um, some of those real-world examples that, unfortunately, um, you had, um, you know, the firsthand experience to identify, um, to work with and collaborate with service providers once those victims were identified, um, and kind of how you learned about human trafficking initially through your law enforcement experience? And as you mentioned, Aaron, it's um, it's probably one of the, the most traumatic criminal activities that are out there. The fact that vulnerabilities are being exploited for profit uh, is just an incredible thing to see and, and the toll that it takes on people. And some of the things that we've seen, whether it be the commercial sex trafficking or whether it be labor trafficking and those other forms that kind of fall under both of those, is that people who are sometimes in the most vulnerable places those vulnerabilities are being exploited. And that could be uh, the little girl that doesn't have the family support, the family network, and sometimes actually being trafficked by their own family in something we call familial trafficking. And and we've seen that. We've seen that exploitation. We've seen 
uh, substance abuse. We've seen the fact that someone moves and loses, as you said, that safety net. These real world, because I, I think sometimes we can get caught up in the numbers and, and we need the numbers to kind of drive the conversation. But if we just focus on numbers, we oftentimes lose the fact that that's a real human being. That is a little girl with dreams. That's a little boy with ambitions. That's a mom or a dad or a brother or a sister. And and it's that toll that's been taken on that. And I have seen way too much of that happen uh, over the course of my career, uh, getting started in this uh, over 25 years ago and spending those years fighting criminal activity and uh, educating the community. I've seen way too many people who have been broken, hurt, traumatized, because sometimes in situations they had no control over, then being exploited by a trafficker and enhanced by a buyer that puts the demand in the market. This is something we have to end. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you talk about maybe the, some of the victims and survivors, um, you know, Unfortunately, these traffickers um, can target individuals that come from any country, um, from any state. Unfortunately, here in the state of Florida, um, you know, a variety of different socioeconomic factors, you know, gender, ethnicity. Um, and the thing that, you know, I was shocked to learn many years ago that the average age of a child, you know, when forced into a sex trafficking situation is only between the ages of 12 to 14 years old, which, you know, everyone has a younger cousin, a sibling, um, a neighbor, and, you know, it's horrific. And, you know, I applaud everything that that you and, and in your law enforcement career and all the service providers and organizations that are working, you know, day in, day out um, throughout the year, not just before, as you mentioned, those large scale events, um, you know, throughout the state to educate the public in a fact-based, you know, non-myth way to ensure that we, um, as, as you mentioned um, in, in your trainings and your education um, seminars, a trained observer. And that's so important. Um, can you talk a little bit about why, you know, trafficking awareness, human trafficking awareness and education is so important for, you know, our partners um, in the law enforcement community? Well, sometimes we talk about it in, in terms of first responder and so we look at the first responding community, law enforcement, firefighters, EMTs, um, those first responders that are traditionally known as first responders, they're responding to the report of a criminal activity. What I think is so important, though, and sometimes this gets lost in that conversation of first responder, is what about the first reporter? So you have that first responder community, which is kind of that traditional responding to it. But the first reporters, the reporters and those trained observers are critically important for, two, for several reasons. And I'll mention two of them right, right, off the, right off the bat. Number one, because they see society as society is normally functioning. When law enforcement shows up, behaviors begin to change. Uh, sometimes there's, there's a change in the dynamic when, when law enforcement appears on a scene. But our, our, our observers are in the community. They're part of the community. They're in the fabric of the community. And so, therefore, the community just does what it normally does, and they have the opportunity. Now, you train those observers 
in the midst of that normal activity and you have an asset that can absolutely disrupt the flow of what human trafficking is. So not only do we need first responders to be trained, and we do, but we also need those first reporters to be trained, to become the trained observers that make the difference when it comes to reporting that activity as it's happening and in the manner in which it's unfolding. Yeah, such an important thing to note. In this episode, we are joined by Alex Miller, President and CEO of the Florida Trucking Association. Alan, in your um, extensive career um, in law enforcement, but also working with various organizations around the state, can you talk about the importance of the trucking industry, um, you know, playing a proactive role to combat human trafficking? Well, where do you begin uh, with truckers and UPS drivers and FedEx drivers and all of that world of, of moving goods throughout our community? Because again, as we talked about that first reporter, having that trained observer, they move throughout our communities on a daily and nightly basis. They're moving 24-7. They're moving throughout the community. They're on the corridors, as we call them, those, those high traffic corridors where victims are potentially being moved. And if you put a trained observer on those corridors in those communities, uh, going to the porches of houses and leaving packages, if they have a training and an awareness of what to look for. And oftentimes they see it and instinctively know it doesn't look it doesn't look right. So now we're giving them the training. What do you do with that information? So having that first reporter being trained, moving throughout the community and the trucking industry is critically and vitally important as putting observers in in roads, roadways, rest areas through our communities. They are amazing and the work they do is incredibly important. Yeah, I think it's interesting to note that there are so many different industries, obviously, including the trucking industry, where, you know, these individuals are going to every um, part of a neighborhood, of a community, a city, a town, you know, within, you know, the state here. Um, And they, you know, with that appropriate, you know, training um, in the trucking industry, whether it's through the Florida Attorney General's Highway Heroes Program or the National Truckers Against Trafficking Awareness Program, they have the opportunity to report something, you know, potentially suspicious that they know in their gut, um, you know, doesn't feel a little right, and to, you know, potentially stop something from happening. Yeah, and and, and as you said, and I think it's, I think it's incredibly important is to note that that not only do they see it. And when they see something that looks suspicious and they know it's not right, now where do I put that information? Where, where does that information go? So having that full continuum of being able to report, see, observe, report, having that full continuum is incredibly important. And that's exactly what we're doing. So today, Alan, we're going to listen to a recent interview with Alex Miller, who is the president and chief executive officer of the Florida Trucking Association. Today, we're joined by Alex Miller, the president and CEO of the Florida Trucking Association. Hi, Alex. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Alex, you have had a very interesting and non-traditional career uh, to the Florida Trucking Association. Tell me how you became president and CEO. I took the logical path of um, being a professional ballet dancer and just leapt right into the trucking industry. Uh, but honestly, I um, I was I was a, a ballet professor, uh, ballet dancer, and then 
kind of wanted to use the same skills that I enjoyed in those professions, um, but continue to grow professionally. And so I really enjoy engaging, educating the public. Um, And so I moved into communications and uh, legislative affairs with the state of Florida. And then at that point, I kind of moved into the advocacy communications role at Florida Trucking Association. And about uh, a year ago, I became president and CEO. Wonderful. What a very interesting trajectory. Um, And and I'm glad that um, you're there today. Tell me or tell us a little bit about the Florida Trucking Association. How many members are in the state of Florida? How many drivers um, for people that aren't familiar uh, with the association and the industry? Sure. The association represents about 400 companies. So we represent companies, not drivers. Of course, there are hundreds of thousands of drivers under under the umbrella of those companies. Um, so, And that also ranges from insurance companies, service providers, the manufacturers of trucks. So say Volvo and Peterbilt and Mack Trucks. It also represents the carriers. So all of the all of the typical big names you would assume you would associate trucking with UPS, uh, FedEx, Amazon, Walmart, Publix, and then of course all of those trucking companies that are a, a bit smaller that you might not recognize but actually haul some of the most important goods that you have. So you know companies that are employed by other companies. Um, so any any company that sells or buys something or distributes anything or gets shipments in is probably uh, getting that shipment through a trucking company that's re- represented by FTA. The trucking industry has been very proactive um, for you know the last handful of years about raising awareness about human trafficking. Can you share a little bit more about what the industry has done, some of the campaigns that you've worked with Florida's Attorney General Ashley Moody on, um, you know, since you joined the association? Sure. Actually, the Trucking Association and FTA specifically has been actively involved uh, in efforts against human trafficking for more than a decade. So, uh, you know, we, we were a very much an early adopter, particularly nationally, and we work hand in hand uh, primarily with Truckers Against Trafficking for obvious reasons. They provide resources for us. Um, we're in constant communication. We're corporate sponsors with them. We participate in numerous statewide events for training. Our companies uh, train their drivers We have an ambassador uh, group of drivers that are known as the Florida Road Team, and they uh, apply to be represent Florida Trucking Association as well as the industry in general. And they go out to schools and educate students, you know, on the profession and on ways to be safe on the road. We have obviously partnered with Attorney General Ashley Moody on the Hire a Heroes program. We work with the Department of Highway Safety Motor Vehicles and the Florida Department of Transportation uh, and keep an open line of communication to make sure that as many drivers are aware of the the signs um, and continue to be trained and are active when they're out on the road. How has the awareness partnerships that you've done nationally and here in the state of Florida been received by your members? That's a tough question because honestly, it's a no brainer. This is, this is not this. When you think of these truck drivers on the road and these companies, there is a level of pride. There's a, there is such patriotism that is, that just 
burn through this this industry. Um, and my experience with with companies and their drivers is I've never met more gentlemanly men and respectful men. So to say to them, you know, it, it's, it's simply a no brainer of they are on the lookout. They are protective. They notice things, you know, these are the, these are the men and women who are on the road and have to take federally regulated rests for 10 hours a day. Those are on the road for the most part. And for, if they have a repeatable route, it might be at the same stop every night. So they, that's, you know, that's their hotel. They sleep in their trucks. They, they are aware of things and see, and see things that are off. And they really are uh, first responders when it comes to spotting and reporting human trafficking. Yeah, you know, we we think of of drivers, um, you know, who work for you know all these different sorts of um, of members of yours and, and different companies, um, you know, just traversing different parts of the state or the country. But to your point, they are maybe some of them are on similar routes, you know, or on a consistent schedule. So, you know, seeing something that might be suspicious, you know, every Tuesday, why is that happening? And then for them to, you know, kind of key in on the training, the things that they've learned, um, you know, from the industry, the different campaigns and the awareness efforts that you all have been a part of um, is so important. Do you think that that education um, and these partnerships have um, increased maybe calls and, and outreach that these drivers of, you know, your member companies have actually placed to law enforcement and to other authorities. Have you heard of those types of stories? I haven't heard of too many specific stories, but I do know through Truckers Against Trafficking, uh, as soon as it was launched, they the, the number of reports started to skyrocket and that's across the country. Um, I, there, you know, these, when you think about truck drivers, it's, it's a lonely, it's a lonely, or I should say you're on the road alone and they talk. So they'll talk on CBs. They will talk um, when they're, you know, talk to families or their friends when they're resting. Um, and so there, there's a lot of camaraderie. And so I think, I think where it first starts, where there's an early intervention when it comes to truck drivers is when they're talking to one other, one another. Um, a lot of times they will say, Hey, there's something down the road. You know, there's, there's a, you know, a, a, a car on the, on the shoulder that's broken down. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be more defensive driving. Um, or this, this truck stop is closed down or it's full. Uh, but also it's, hey, did you see that? Or, hey, heads up, there's something going on here, you know. Um, and I think that's I think that's really valuable because that I don't want to say brotherhood because it would be a sisterhood as well. Um, this this kind of um, family of truck drivers and trucking companies is invaluable um, in this fight against human trafficking. Well, that's so important, um, you know, as we all, again, regardless of the industry, everyone has the opportunity to potentially see something suspicious and with the, you know, appropriate fact-based training has the opportunity to, to call law enforcement, to call those appropriate figures. Um, and, and it really takes everyone, um, you know, regardless of, of your profession. Um, you kind of touched on it, but how, how important are those coalitions 
and those partnerships within the industry. Um, you know, Florida is a leader in, in many ways, but how have you seen, um, you know, the various coalitions grow since you all have, you know, been a part of this effort for over a decade, as you mentioned? I, I just think, you know, increasing that awareness and cross industries. One of the one of the special things about trucking is that it directly impacts every other industry in the state of Florida, right? You, hospitals, restaurants, hotels, grocery stores, uh, convenience stores, they touch, they are at all of those places. You can't operate a business or serve some sort of um, service for any Floridian without a truck being involved. So having that manpower on the ground, on the road in Florida um, is an incredibly powerful thing. And, you know, and all of these companies all work with one another professionally. So having that, com that communication across industries is something um, is very valuable. That's wonderful. You mentioned there's outreach that they do um, in you know various communities, um, educating. I don't know if if, if you mentioned. I think you mentioned um, with different partners or schools or um, different types of groups. Yes. So we we obviously have outreach um, in all communities in the state of Florida, and we have the truckers against trafficking wallet cards and pamphlets that we make sure that we we give to the public. Because it is, it's important for for the public to have interaction with trucks, understand how they work, obviously how to stay safe around them, and also know the, how how important um, those men and women who are driving on the road are. And you know, when it comes down to it, if you need help, that you know that truck driver uh, could be a valuable resource. Uh, you know, in a in a rural environment, in a in a dark uh, you know, space uh, where there's nowhere to turn. Alex, as a parent, you know, obviously we want to keep our children safe, our communities safe. Truck drivers play a unique role because they visit a lot of different communities along, you know, their schedules and their routes. Um, you know, why do you think they play, you know, such a such a big role in increasing awareness and potentially stopping exploitation from happening? Truck drivers are the eyes and the ears on the road. They are really everywhere, um, you know. And uh, much to some people's uh, complaints when they're when they're driving on the interstate, but they really they really are. They're professional, and um, they they notice things. Their 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 job is literally to keep their eyes on the road. And using that as a resource to spot and report human trafficking um, is very powerful force. Uh, and I really, um, as, as a woman, as a as a mother, um, as as a person who is a is very much a minority in the industry in which I work now, it's incredibly important for everyone to get involved and advocate and protect the most vulnerable people in our society. And uh, to to say something when you see something, uh, silence this group of people who are human trafficked for sex or for work are faceless. They are voiceless and nameless until we do something differently about that. Thank you, Alex, for, for joining me today. It was wonderful to learn more about what the Florida Trucking Association, um, you and your industry, your members are doing to prevent 
exploitation um, and human trafficking. At the Florida Alliance, we um, you know, want to convey that each person, each life, regardless of background, um, is invaluable. And everything that you all are doing to increase that awareness, uh, building partnerships and coalitions throughout the state and nationally is so important. Um, you know, we can't put a price tag on, on anyone's life. Um, for for their body cannot be commoditized um, or sold, and and everything that you know we do, um, you know the goal is to increase awareness. And so, uh, thanks to your good work, um, you know we're going to continue to do that. Um, so, thank you again for for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, Aaron. Wow, Alan, um, I learned so much about what the trucking industry um, is doing proactively from Alex. Um, I also found it so interesting how her trajectory from her professional career, um, you know, starting as a ballerina to doing legislative affairs and communications and to ultimately um, a few years ago, taking the helm at the Florida Trucking Association. Um, I know that Alan, you're very familiar with Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody's Highway Heroes program. And Alex mentioned, you know, that community of you know, professional drivers, um, you know, they work long hours, they're on the road a lot. They're seeing things at all parts um, of the day in, in different communities. Can you talk about um, how how important it is that, you know, they are, um, you know, calling tips to, you know, first responders and law enforcement um, if they see something in a, a, a suspicious uh, situation? Well, they certainly are that on that first line of defense. Um, they, along with other industries, are incredibly important because they're seeing things as they unfold, as we talked about before, but they're also seeing things in kind of that native setting, and that becomes critically important. I, I was thinking as as she was talking on the podcast, I was thinking about her journey, and you mentioned it quickly, from uh, a ballerina for the ballet and to, to this fight and, and her role with the Florida Truckers Association. And uh, it just led me to, to once again understand that everyone is critically important in this fight, that no matter what our, our individual backgrounds are, we all have a role to play. And that role is incredibly important. And when you mentioned the tips coming in, kind of that raw information coming into law enforcement, it is absolutely vital that that gets to us. And then when you put the trained observer on top of that, now they're able to give information that not only is just information or raw data, but now it becomes intelligence. It becomes actionable. And that becomes critically important as we all work together to really move the needle to end human trafficking. Well, and, and you, you said it, you know, very appropriately, you know, these different industries, um, especially again, truckers, because they are, are out 24 seven, you know, 365, um, throughout our state and in the country, um, that it is so important to increase awareness across various industries. Um, again, to your point, so well said, um, it's not just incumbent upon law enforcement or service providers or, you know, folks in the legal community to, you know, stop and, and combat human trafficking. It is everyone in, in our state to help us, you know, raise awareness. And I think one of the great initiatives um, led by Florida Attorney Ashley Moody in partnership with the Florida Alliance um, is the 100% Club. And that is a, a training challenge to uh, to companies, to organizations, you know, local, municipal governments to proactively commit to training 100% of their employees. Um, and it's so important, you know, that as, you know, corporate stewards across our state, 
Um, they are doing everything that they can to ensure the safety of their community, which includes, you know, their employees and potential employees. You know, no one wants to, you know, read an article or, you know, a broadcast that, you know, mentions some criminal activity or, you know, recent arrests for human trafficking. Um, and as business owners, um, they play such a vital role. Um, so to your point, Alan, about, you know, increasing awareness statewide, which, you know, the Florida Alliance is so focused on. And with this um, uh, educational, you know, training challenge, the 100% campaign led by the Attorney General, why why do you think it's so important that again everyone, regardless of their background, get trained? Well, and I think you mentioned the 100% Club, which I think is a fantastic initiative. The Highway Heroes, what what a great initiative that has already been discussed. I think um, oftentimes the, there's there's a feeling sometimes among people that. Uh, we have these organizations that are already kind of created, so they'll do the heavy lifting. They'll do the work. And uh, and I understand the, the reasoning behind that. But let's let law enforcement do their thing. We'll do Florida Alliance kind of. And yet, when it comes to these types of criminal activities, this really falls on the shoulders of 100% of us. There is a need for every single one of us, from those who work in industries that we've talked about, to those who are school teachers, to moms, to dads, to you name it, aunts and uncles, uh, those that are in the community, every single one of us. I hear it all the time, Aaron. People talk about how dark this crime is, and it certainly is. It's a dark crime. But if 100% of us commit to ending this crime, we can truly shed light on this darkness and drive it from our communities. And that should be the goal of 100% of us. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better. And again, it doesn't take, it's not, it's not a burdensome, overwhelming time commitment. There is a, a one hour training um, that was created um, with uh, stakeholders like yourself and others um, that the Florida Alliance has. You know, it's online um, and that's the training uh, that, you know, folks who want to be part of the 100 percent club will complete. And you think about what a difference it could make by one hour of your time. Um, it's it's so vital to hopefully ending you know, this horrific crime and exploitation um, in our state and, and globally. Thank you, Alan, for serving as co-host on this podcast. Again, Alan Wilkett, retired corporal with the Pasco County Sheriff's Office and board member of the Florida Alliance. This has been a podcast by the Florida Alliance to End Human Trafficking. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.